Good morning. If you do not know me, my name is Lindsay Cavallero, and I am the ministry director at Cafe Four, right out there. I don't know about you guys, but I love Celebrate New Life Sundays. The energy level is through the roof. There's cute babies. We didn't see any of this service, but maybe the next one. And it's just such an amazing opportunity to talk about the faithfulness of God. Kind of a fun fact, I was dedicated 30 years ago this spring. Isn't that fun? I know it's shocking that I'm not 19. That's <laughs> typically what people think. I believe that I found the fountain of youth, and it is Cafe Four Drip Coffee. So don't everybody run out all at once. But celebrating new life is such an incredible chance to sit in the faithfulness of God. When we pray to dedicate our little ones, we are trusting that the Lord is going to walk with them through life and that one day they're going to choose to trust him with theirs. And when we hear stories through baptism, we are hearing real life transformation in the way that God has been faithful in showing up in the lives of our friends and family that we're celebrating. I have a favorite verse we're going to sit in today, kind of a passage out of Lamentations that talks about God's faithfulness. I'm going to throw it up on the screen for you. This is Lamentations chapter 3, verse 21 through 23. And it says, But this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope, that the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Now this passage can land a couple different ways for people, right? There are those of us who, who read this and think, yes, 100% true, that is my life. I feel his new mercies every day. I feel the steadfast love of God. That is true. And then there's those of us who read that passage and think, well, maybe his mercies are new only after a cup of coffee. Sometimes that resonates with me. And then there are those of us who read a passage like this and kind of, oh, it's not true. No way. I haven't felt the steadfast love of God. What is a new mercy? Nothing really feels new in my life. And so this morning I want to introduce you to the Lindsay that fell in that last camp. No way, not true. What is faithfulness? <laughs> so... I was born and raised here, literally. You might recognize me from the video last week. My grandpa was actually in the video before that. My grandparents met at the Oakland location. My grandma was a hostess at the Port of Call Ministry, and my grandpa was a sailor. I think we have a picture of their wedding, maybe. Oh, look at that. Aren't they great? So that was my grandparents. They met here. My parents met here, which, like... Oh, don't they look great? So I was going to post a picture of my wedding, but I haven't had one yet, so no pressure. <laughs> uh, I thought about, like, throwing my phone number up there. I was like, well, might, might get weird. <laughs> but all that to say, I grew up here. I knew the drill. I was very much involved in all the ministries. I knew the expectation. My parents were the parents that would pick us up from sleepovers on Sunday morning at like 7 a.m. just so we could make it to church. 
On the outside, I would say I looked like I pretty much had it together. I don't know if it's just a Christian family thing, but we had that front living room that was super clean that nobody could use, but there was like a devotional on the table. It was really pristine. It was great. So, you know, life was kind of status quo. We came to church on Sundays. I was super involved in the youth groups and basketball leagues. But as I got older, middle school and into high school, I started to, like, have some doubts and some questions. Church felt to me like something to be lived up to, that I had to look a certain way or dress a certain way or pray a certain way or have had a certain number of encounters with God or cry all the time, and that just didn't resonate with me. And I started to notice things that just didn't quite line up, and I was, it was confusing, and I had a lot of questions and feelings And one by one, these questions kind of piled on top of each other. And I became a heavier and heavier burden until one day I felt like I need to have a conversation with someone. So I had a meeting with the church people. And I brought all my big feelings and my questions. And it didn't go well. Shocker. And so I left this meeting feeling like, you don't belong here. You're too messy. Now, that's not what was said in this meeting, but that is what my 16-year-old brain took away. I remember sitting in that meeting and my brain screaming at me, you don't belong here, we have to get out. This is not working. (laughs) This verse talks about steadfast love. Some translations say loving kindness, and that is not what I felt. So that's about the time I rolled my eyes and I phoned it in. Sure, I would come Sunday mornings, that was expected of me, fill a seat. But the rest of the week was for me. This idea of new mercy, something new and fresh every day, eh, didn't really resonate with me. So I would find my own new and fresh and exciting things. New boyfriend, new friends, new party every weekend. And that was great. I was well-liked. My mess was not too messy for my friends or my new boyfriend who I was sure was going to marry. And that kept up fine for a little while. And then the reality is that kind of life is not sustainable. Parties are fun and fresh, but the next morning isn't. That pit of the stomach feeling, you know? But you know what? It was okay because things were working out. I was checking my boxes. I got through high school, got through college, got the job. Boyfriend, check. Friends, check. Life plan, check. And that was enough for me. And then one day, my life blew up. My long-term boyfriend dumped me, and with him went 90% of my friends. And suddenly, without this buffer of friends and party life, I realized I was absolutely miserable in my job. So I quit. And I was 25, and I had nothing. 
I appreciate passages like this because it's, it's like a fortune cookie passage. Like you can just like pull it out completely out of context and like stick it on different situations to make you feel better. But what's so powerful about this passage is the context. Lamentations was written by Jeremiah, and it's a series of five poems talking about his feelings during the fall of Jerusalem. And it's heavy. Lamentations literally means lamenting. And it's talking about deep despair and sadness and loss. I've learned recently this is called the dark night of the soul. And that is where I was. Now, I'm not equating my boyfriend dumping me to the, the fall of a kingdom. But sometimes when life throws stuff at us, it can feel that way. The verse just before the passage that we're looking at today says, My soul continually remembers it and is bowed down within me. Some translations say, My soul sinks within me. Oof. Have you guys ever been there? Where you are so low that even your soul is sinking within you. That's where I was. So, with my newfound freedom, also known as unemployment, I decided to volunteer at the cafe. And so, sure, I could use a couple more hours of God time on my, for my quota, you know, for the week. So, my week pretty much consisted of church on Sunday and dishwashing a little bit here and there, just to get me out of the house. And so that went on for a couple of weeks. And then one day, I found myself wandering into that pristine living room in my parents' house and picking up that devotional. The devotional was called Jesus Calling. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. It's a daily devotional, and it has a short little passage, and then it has a couple of scriptures that go with it. And it, was, it felt manageable. Like, sure, I can, I can just, it's done the work for me. I can just read that. That's fine. And it's written from the context of Jesus speaking directly to you. So I opened it, opened it up to that day, and I read it. And it was the first time in my adult life that I had an interaction with God. And I didn't need to be anyone or dress a certain way or pray a certain way or have it together because I did not have it together. So that became a part of my routine. Dishwashing at the cafe, Jesus calling. And that went on for about a month. And then... The cafe offered me a job. The church people <laughs> who I had rolled my eyes at for years were offering me a job. And what's hilarious is I was a bigger mess at this point in my life than I had been when I thought I was too messy for church. And they wanted me. God doesn't do things by accident. 
And recognizing that God is faithful doesn't always happen overnight. In this, in this scripture, the tone switch is pretty quick from despair to hope. He's talking about the fact that all of these things have happened and yet he has not been consumed by them because God is faithful. The reality is I took the long way around in figuring out that God was faithful. And a lot of the times it takes moving out of our current situation and looking back at what God has done to realize how far he has brought us. Maybe today, part of my story resonates with you. Maybe you're ready to leave the church. Maybe you are at rock bottom. The dark night of the soul. Maybe you are living a life that you know is not sustainable and you're just kind of waiting for it to blow up. I'm letting you know you don't have to do that. Today, I'm just here to tell you that the scripture is true. God has not brought you to this point to abandon you now. He is faithful. His steadfast love never ceases. And his mercies never come to an end. They are fresh every day. But there's a choice we have to make. Are we going to choose to live in his new mercy every morning? You have never gone too far. You are never beyond the reach of love and forgiveness. You're never too far gone. But there's a choice. And that is choosing to accept the gift that is freely to, given to us because God sent his son to die for us. God does some amazing things. And he is constructing a plan for your life right under the surface of your consciousness that you don't even know. That is so much better than you could ever imagine. But it takes trust and it takes grace and it takes accepting the gift of walking in his mercies every day. The reality is life is messy and people are messy and church is facilitated by people so church is messy. But we serve a God that walks with us through the mess that says, I got it, I got it, I got it. And all we have to do is step into it and say, okay, you got it. In just a minute, we're going to hear some more firsthand account stories of God's faithfulness through our baptisms. And I'm so excited because I love hearing about the ways that God changes people's lives. Would you guys pray with me?